It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Wrapping up the show, You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM, TJ Glasser and Ryan Horvat. Appreciate you guys uh, being with us for all four hours. Trista Crick, Nick Ashu, we'll have it next. BetMGM tonight from 7 to 11. Nick and Ken off today. They'll be back on Monday, live from Mandalay Bay out in Las Vegas. Ryan and I will be there as well. Send it in. It'll be there Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern time. And then BetMGM tonight, 4 to 8 Pacific time. Ryan, I know you're looking forward to those hours, 4 to 8 uh, Pacific time. That'll be nice. Yeah, that's what I love about uh, Vegas, man, is you could watch every single game and you could still have like a life after all the games wrap up. You could go and get dinner late night. You could, uh, you know, go out, have a couple of drinks. And uh, yeah, it's it's a beautiful thing. The hours, much better, much better than getting off at 11 p.m. at night. No doubt. We're going to have some uh, some good action while we're out there, too. Obviously, we'll have college basketball. Uh, we'll have golf out there. The first couple rounds are at the Waste Management next week. Always the same week as the Super Bowl. So that'll be good. We have the NBA trade deadline on Thursday. You know, there'll be some craziness that's going on there. Can bet on some. You know what I love whenever I'm out in Vegas is all the sports that I would never bet on, but you bet on when you're out in Vegas just because, right? Like you you, you have all these TVs in front of you with all these sports and you want a part of it. I haven't placed one hockey wager all year, but I promise you that when we're out there, I, I will I will bet at least one hockey game. Are you going to, uh, what about surfing? Can I get you in some surfing? You want to bet some circuit surfing? Well, are, are you going to be at the tables? You're going to play yeah. some, uh, you know, play a little roulette, a little blackjack. Always. Yep. Yep. Those two play some roulette, play some blackjack. Uh, not a poker guy. Don't, don't have the discipline no? for poker. No, unfortunately. Yeah. Are you that's a poker my, guy? Uh, yeah, that's, that's oh. my, that's my, that's my stuff right there. I almost just swore on Nick and Ken's show. Yeah. That's my stuff you might, right there, uh, poker. You might be playing some poker next to some pretty high-profile people. Yeah, like the time that I played at the same table as uh, Joel Embiid uh, back in the day right? at Pottawatomie Casino in, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, until 3 a.m. And then I faded Joel Embiid the next night, and he uh, proceeded to drop 32 points, even though he was at the table. He wasn't drinking, though. He was drinking waters. I was drinking Red Bull Vodka. I've, I've told this story too many times. But, yeah, uh, I do like playing poker um, a lot. I only – I mean, I play roulette, but I really only like to play roulette in Vegas because, obviously, like, the odds are terrible, but it's just so much fun. It really is. Like, if you get a good group – you know, it's kind of like craps. If you get a good group in Vegas – um you could have a lot of fun no question yeah it's that instant cash too sometimes i love yeah. waking up early and you just go down to the tables and it's like five dollar you know just like roulette and you just put one chip on one number 
and see what happens. See if you can make a little bit of cash. So that's good. You mentioned Joel Embiid. He's going to be out for yeah. a little bit of time. And uh, Philadelphia, they're searching for answers. Maxi was insane the other night against Utah. Dropped 50 for him. Uh, he is a superstar. What do you make of the Eastern Conference? Because it feels like all of the teams have legitimate question marks. With Boston, it's Missoula's head coach. With Milwaukee, it's Doc Rivers, and it's Damon. Is Giannis going to work in the postseason? Then, obviously, with Philly, can Embiid stay healthy? Um, you know, there's there's a lot of question marks with some of these top teams. Who, who are you liking right now in the East? Yeah, for me, I mean, like, the number sucks, but it's Boston for me. Uh, I mean, I know last season they got upset by the Heat. I just – I didn't – the Terry Rozier move is all right. It is what it is for Miami. I just don't expect Miami to be able to make a run this season, although I said that last season and they came out of nowhere. Uh, the Knicks are a fun story right now. Jalen Brunson playing like – I mean, he should have been a starter in the All-Star game over uh, Damian Lillard. Um, you know, and they'll get Julius Randle back. I like the Knicks. Um, Philadelphia, man, before the Embiid injury was was interesting with Nick Nurse as the head coach. Milwaukee, I know they're struggling right now defensively. They're trying to make another move here at the deadline. I just don't think that they have enough assets to give up, so they're probably not going to be able to do a whole lot. If they were able to get another wing or perimeter defender, a 3 and D guy, I would like Milwaukee. But for me, it's Boston, even though it's chalky. You know, they've been so close the last couple of years. I know that they've moved on from Marcus Smart. They've moved on from uh, Time Lord. You know, I didn't really love the KP pickup, but, man, he's been pretty damn good. Playing like an all-star. You know, he's he's scoring. He's a rim protector. Jason Tatum. Just got to cash in when we get to the NBA Finals or when we get to the playoffs. Um, it, it'd probably be Boston. You know, I know that's um, the easy answer here, the chalky answer. But it'd probably be just the Celtics in the East for me. I mean, Indiana's interesting, but they don't play a whole lot of defense. And the thing with the Knicks, like they're a fun regular season team, but when we get to the playoffs, and I know Jalen Brunson's had some solid playoff performances, was really good in Dallas when Luka missed a couple games against Utah in the first round. But like, do you trust Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson, you know, um, OG Ananobi more than you trust Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Kristaps Porzingis? Because I do not. So it would be like Boston or Milwaukee because in the playoffs, it's usually, you know, I'm going to take the team with the two superstars. You know, I agree. I mean, Boston's the most complete team. Like you said, the move for Porzingis, Drew Holiday, those were good additions for Boston. And uh, they've been the best team. And what's going to be tough to beat uh, if you're one of those Eastern Conference teams going into Boston is they're so good at home, right? They're 22-2 and two at home this season. So if you want to make it to the NBA Finals and you're a team in the Eastern Conference, you got to win at least one game in Boston. When you go up against them, that's going to be tough to do. You brought up the Pacers. To me, the Pacers and the Cavs are similar in the sense that they both do one thing really well, and it's just a question of can they get enough of the other thing, right? Indiana's so good on offense. Can they play enough defense in the postseason? And the Cavs are really good on defense. Can they get enough scoring? That's what hurt them last year. So those two teams are kind of like the same for me. Miami's the team, man, that is just, again, like they're so interesting. They have three guys that average over 20 points a game, Jimmy, Hero and Bam. Hawkins has been awesome for them. They got Spolstra. And we know that they're just not afraid of anybody. Like, they can beat the Bucs. They can beat the Celtics. Like, they can go on the road and win games in these arenas. So, I mean, for me, outside of the big three, like, it's it's the heat. I mean, I know it's boring, and most people are kind of leaning that way. But at the price, 
12 to one to win the East, 40 to one to win the finals. Like that would be the team. You're right. The Knicks are the intriguing one, especially because yeah. now we know that OG and Anobi trade, like that was a winner. Chalk went up for Leon Rose and, and their front office. Like great move, great fit. You're mentioned Randall's coming back. But what kind of version of Julian Randall are we Julius Randall are we gonna get in the playoffs? Like that's that's the question. And like how effective is Brunson gonna be in the postseason? You know, he was awesome with Dallas. He was awesome with the Knicks. Can he continue this MVP level of play in the playoffs? I think he can. Um, but that'll be something to watch. Randall's the big key for the Knicks, though, in the playoffs. But I'm with you, man. I think it's Boston in the East, and then the Heat would be the other team that would intrigue me. I'd like Philadelphia. Like, I think they finally got the coach right with Nick Nurse. Max is yeah. awesome. But do you trust Embiid to stay healthy for a month and a half, two months, when the games are as physical as they are in the playoffs? I don't know if I do. Then what about in the Western Conference? Is, is there anybody that you like yeah. outside of Denver? Are you still in the Clippers? Yeah, I'm still on the Clippers, especially the way that they've been playing, man. The James Harden pickup was uh, turned out to be great, right? And it just comes down to can you keep Kawhi Leonard and Paul George healthy for an entire playoff run? And if you can, with James Harden, with their bench pieces, I think that they would uh, be legit contenders. It's hard to bet against Denver, though, if they stay right, man, because Jokic is the best player on the planet. And Jamal Murray, I mean, that's what they were missing those couple of years where he was hurt there. Jamal Murray's healthy. I like the role players. Like, I like Aaron Gordon, what he brings defensively. Michael Porter Jr., you can't rely on him to give you, like, 20-plus for an entire seven-game series, but he's going to have his games. He's a streaky shooter and score. Um, so, you know, Denver is hard to bet against, but you're not getting good prices with the Nuggets. They finally got the job done. It wouldn't surprise me, like, if they repeated. But, uh, yeah, I bet the Clippers 18-1 to to start the season feel pretty good about the Clippers still. I like these young teams like OKC and like Minnesota, but in yep. in the NBA, man, it's like you got to have those playoff failures. Outside of like OKC a couple years ago when the Thunder went to the finals and got beat by the Heat with Durant, Westbrook, and Harden, usually like you have to get there a couple years, and OKC just hasn't been there yet. And the Timberwolves, they're interesting because they got guys, man. Like Anthony Edwards is the real deal. You know, Carl Anthony Towns is obviously one of the better shooters as a big man and you got a dominant rim protector in Rudy Gobert so they should be they could be interesting no I agree with you those, those two teams it feels like they're still a year away especially Minnesota but man OKC they're going to be fun and the Clippers I mean they got the team to do it we'll see if they can stay healthy uh all right time for the dope ass beat Jake every time you make a wager at BetMGM you earn BetMGM reward points that can be redeemed for things like free bets and risk-free tokens or converted to MGM reward points that can be used towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com today. Also download the BetQL app for all the tools that you need to take down the sports books, including five-star plays like the over 219 in Nuggets and Trailblazers. Ryan, I know there are a couple of totals that you like tonight in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. I'll save my college basketball play because I think we're going to be on the same side, although I don't think Isaac liked our play tonight. Uh, I'll go over to the NBA. Two totals I like. Um, the numbers, let me see where we're at right now. Okay, so we opened at 236.5. We're down to 233. I still I like the under in Spurs, uh, Pelicans, Spurs at home. Like, when they face a team at home, 
that's over 500. They're 0-6 straight up. They're 1-5 against the spread. I don't know that the Pelicans are going to be pushed in this game. Zion's a game-time decision. Uh, I don't know if he's going to go in this game. So I do still like the under. I like this one a little bit better, though. Uh, Wizards don't play a little, whole lot of defense, so this is scary. But they're also just a middle-of-the-road scoring offense. I like the under in Washington-Miami at 228.5 right now over at BetMGM. The Heat struggling on the offensive end this season. 27th in the NBA in scoring this season. Just 26th in field goal percentage. 16th in three-point field goals made per game. But they're really solid defensively. 7th in scoring defense this season. And like I said, Washington, just 16th ranked scoring offense in the league. Uh, they don't play a whole lot of defense. Just 27th in field goal defense. But I don't know how many points the Heat are going to put up themselves. So I like the under in that game. So two unders for me tonight in the, uh, in the NBA. I like Ohio State plus five and a half and give me Princeton plus three and a half as well. That'll do it for us. PJ Glasser, Ryan Horvat. You better you bet. Presented by BetMGM. See you out in Vegas next week.